All right, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. It's been exactly three months since I did one of these episodes. It's uh, very, I'm very inconsistent. But here's here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um, I don't want to sound like Joe Biden, but um, at least I'm making sense. That's the main thing. We're only uh, <laughs> 20 seconds in, and I'm already screwing this up. No, it's been. 90 days since I did a podcast and I took a little bit off a, a, a month and a half off of social media um, just because I wanted to take a break and <clears throat> I took a trip back in May to uh, southeastern Oklahoma down near Broken Bow if you know you know um, really beautiful lake down there Beaver's Bend Park and uh, I, th- there was no service down there. Spent a couple days down there. Spent like I think a week, a few days, and um, it was a beautiful place to kind of escape. And uh, it was great. And but there was no cell phone service. Like I said, AT and T was dead down there. And so I, d- I and the funny part about it is the cabin had Wi Fi. I was like, if I'm going to take a vacation, I'm not going to get on the internet. And then I got down there and I was like, I want to get on, <laughs> I want to get on social media. And I was like, you know what, this, I had, I have to take a break. I have to get off of it. And so I just stopped posting and I got off of social media. I got off of Twitter, which thank God I was on Twitter for like every day for like a year. And it was just like the worst decision of my life. And then I traded a a a toxic social media for another toxic social media platform. I'll get into that here in a second. But I wrote this big long thing on social media today uh, talking about why I've been gone. And if you want to read that, you can go over there. Which, by the way, I got my old uh, social media, my, my old handle back. Conservative.comedy. If you don't know, I've had like 17 million names. Uh, but I, I, that was one of my original names is conservative.comedy. And in 2019, I sold it. I sold that page and, um, then I went back and tried to buy it and it was like $5,000. I was like, I'm not paying $5,000 for a, um, for a page on Instagram. Sorry. But I mean, you'd be surprised. I mean, that's like minimum, like these pages are like real estate. Like, they're like the new real estate. It's crazy. But now, since Trump is gone, a lot of these pages are gone. I don't know if you noticed that. A lot of the big-time... A lot of the big-time influencers are gone. Like, um... Too Savage for Democrats. Um... Sold his page to one of the biggest guys. Like, the guy who he sold his page to owns, like, seven of the biggest pages. And so, it's it's kind of like... It's kind of like um, um, they have a, a uh, monopoly on these conservative pages now. Like I, I bet you, if you go to the biggest page or like one, these 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 huge pages that have like two hundred thousand followers or up, all the same people own it, you know. And whenever I got into it in uh, two thousand sixteen, it wasn't that way. 
But um, I don't blame them, though. I don't blame them because it's, it's toxic. It's um, saturated. Everybody and their dog has a conservative page. Or it was like that like a year ago. But now it's gone. No, it's not. Um, so if you wanna if you wanna find my new account, it's conservative.comedy over on Instagram. And you have to type it in. You have to type in the exact it's a conservative period comedy. Uh, and if you don't type that in, you can't find it. Like, it, like you're not gonna find it. it. So my all my pages are shadow banned. But the backup page to that is Okie Patriot76. I know it's kind of confusing, but the other one has more followers, so that's my main page. But um, yeah, Instagram has changed like in the past two months almost. Like I, I really like I've been on Instagram, but maybe like maybe I don't know once a week or something like that just to check and see what's going on. But I've been out of the loop on a lot of stuff, but I have been paying attention somewhat. But that's about it. I've been checking Facebook, but that, that but that's about it. But um, I didn't realize like when I went to change my username, you used to could just change it, and now Instagram has to make you wait. It made me wait like three days, and I was like, "What the crap is this?" And um, I don't know. Instagram is crazy. Before we get into this episode, I want to let you guys know about my store. This is not an advertisement. Uh, but I want to make an announcement. Uh, my store is okipatriot76.com. And as of August 1st, a lot of the items there are not going to be available. So if you want something, go over there and check it out. And if and if you don't want to buy anything right now, put your email in so I can stay in contact with you guys. It's a free way to... You know, it's free. And... I have never sent out an email with that system, with that with that website. I probably should, but I just don't. I don't really uh, use it that much. But if you want to stay in contact with you, because like if the Instagram page goes down, I I don't. I have no idea who anybody is. But if you put your email in, I own the website. So, uh, but as of August first, things are going to change on the website. Um, probably going to do away with a lot of items. And um, mainly, uh, probably like the coffee. Like it, it really, it, I really had a lot of uh, goals for that, but it just didn't, it didn't sell that well. So, and maybe it's because you don't know about it. Maybe I'm a terrible marketer. That's that's what it is. No, the problem is here's the thing. The problem is, is that social media doesn't allow conservatives to advertise on their platforms. I've tried all of them. I've tried all of them, right? I don't I don't understand this idea. Like, I have money to spend, and they don't want my money. I, I just don't understand. TikTok, I signed up for TikTok business because I thought, hey, it's a booming platform. Why not? <laughs> the minute they found out my website was right-leaning, like, they checked. Because you can see on the back end, they had... I think like a hundred people they had a hundred I don't know how they do it but every time I've signed up for one of these ad things you put in your website to advertise the website and then you can see on the back end that like a thousand people are like 
in California looking at your website. Like, it's crazy. And so as soon as they found out, they scanned my website to see, I guess, that's how they do it. I don't know. And they 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 not only uh, didn't approve the ad, they suspended my account. <laughs> that's crazy. And I was like, okay, all right, fuck them. So I went over to Instagram and I signed up for that. And I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do like five dollars a day. And so I, I did it on like the 76 Coffee account. If you don't know, it's it's a 76 Coffee Co. It has like a hundred, two hundred followers or something like that. And I thought it would advertise. And so I, I was like, oh, I'll give them like five dollars, you know, just to advertise, just see how it is. And they, and they wouldn't approve the account. And so I changed a couple things. Like as soon as you put in Trump, it, they don't they don't like that. They don't like that. Or or actually, it really doesn't have to do with Trump. Now they're coming out and going. The word patriot is uh, hate speech. See, that's my problem with like QAnon people. And I I I uh, know I said a lot of uh, things on this podcast, and I apologize. But the reason why I'm upset with the people that are of that that um, identify as QAnon, like they believe that stuff, they believe Trump is going to come back in 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 August, which is just which is just the stupidest thing. But if he does, if he does, that'd be the best thing in the world. But I just don't see it happening. But the reason why I don't like the QAnon people because they the media associates the QAnon people with just conservatives, with patriots. And now now they say, oh, well, you know, QAnon did the, the January 6th thing. And then now they're associating patriot, the word patriot is hate speech. So you can't be a patriot anymore without being like a white supremacist or something. And it's just, it's just crazy. So like you can put in on Instagram and, and advertise on Instagram and they'll just deny you. Now, I finally got it to approve. Basically, they didn't like my website. They didn't like the website for some reason because they scanned it, I guess, for Trump. And if it had anything to do with Trump, they just like, nope. So, I don't know. It's 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 very interesting. But I finally got it to approve uh, to, like, instead of promoting the page or, like, instead of promoting the website, I had to promote the page. But I turned it off because I was like, I don't want to give Mark Zuckerberg any more money. Um, so, which, it, you know, it's so stupid. They shadow ban your account and they're like, well, if you give us money, we will like, we will kind of promote you. Like I was looking at the ad, like, like the, like the analytics and it wasn't reaching what they said it was. So I was like, forget it. So, but I mean, even, and also the bigger conservative pages it's like an arm and a leg to advertise. And like, I mean, I don't know. That's why those 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 hats, like everybody and their dog was doing like the free hats. You can make you can make money off of that. Because like a like let's say you have a product and the average advertisement for these big pages are like six hundred to a thousand dollars. And so you you know, pay $600 or whatever, and you make like four back. That's how it works. That's how it works. 
if it's and it's very interesting because you know conservatives people on the right patriots and i have nothing against anybody like but i'm just saying like they want made in america but when you when you give them made in america they don't want to buy it so that's why the the store is not going to be available past august 1st because it wasn't really doing that well so Anyway, but if you want to buy it, if you want to get some from the store, the coffee is great. The coffee is incredible. You can set it up to where you can you know, ship it to your house, um, stuff like that. So anyway, um, I want to get into a couple of other things. I have been checking out some movies lately. I've been turning off the news, stop worrying about political stuff, and watching some movies. The first one I watched was really good. This this movie called Ice Road. I don't know if you've seen this on on uh, on Netflix. I, I I know people don't like Netflix. I I, I understand. Um. But I mean, for ten bucks a month or whatever it is, eleven bucks a month. It's I don't have cable, so it is what it is. And I'm and I'm waiting on the new um, Ozark. I'm waiting on the new Ozark to drop. And there's a couple other shows. Like, there's a show called Heist I'm watching. Really good show. Um, but this Ice Road show is one I want to talk about. If you were looking for a good movie and, and you still have Netflix, watch Ice Road with Liam Neeson. And they have, like, all these... Uh, they have uh, music on there from uh, uh, Jason Isbell and uh, Miranda Lambert and, and all these... Um, I can't remember the exact, let me just see right quick. Let me put it up on Spotify. But they have the, all these old trucker songs. Ice Road. Ice Road. Yeah, they have, okay, so they have Jason Isbell, Gary Levox, which is, he's from Rascal Flats, Tim McGraw, Carly Pierce, and Brantley Gilbert and Tyler Hubbard. Um, I didn't hear most of these. Oh, and also, also the Cadillac Three. But um, I really love Miranda Lindbergh's uh, version of whatever it is. It's like an old trucker song from the seventies. Uh, what is it? I I think it's uh, Ernest Tubb. It's like a really old song. Ernest, no, Hank Snow, Hank Snow. Um, but yeah, I've been checking that out. And if you want to watch a good movie, like that movie, Netflix didn't produce it. Basically, they they filmed it in, two, in 2019 and they was going to release it. And then COVID happened. So it's like Hollywood quality. They put like a crap ton of money into this and they probably ended up losing money because Netflix bought it for like $18 million. But when you think of a movie, like this movie in theaters probably could have done like over $100 million. Like it, it's 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 a really good movie. Like it, it but um, so Netflix didn't actually produce it; they just bought it. And so yeah, it's a it's a really good movie. Ice Ice Road, and and it's family friendly. It's not really that. It's not like like you know like Netflix. They always have to have gay people in there. It's just like you know, come on, man. Um, I have nothing against those people, but it's just like, why can't you just have a show like a normal show with like normal people and and, and Another thing, this is this is off like uh, like a side note here. I don't know if you've been seeing what um, Aston Kutcher is talking about. He's talking. About, he's like warning parents about TikTok. I really do respect Aston Kutcher. I know he 
got a lot of hate from people on the right with his BLM thing. And he, he, that, that was kind of weird. But all in all, he's in Hollywood. And he's... I believe he's somewhat conservative. Like, he's definitely pro-God. And he's he's definitely conservative. If you look at... If you know anything about him, if you just watch an interview, listen to what he has to say. He's a huge fan of country music, by the way. I don't know if you know know that but he did that show called the ranch one of the best shows on netflix i can't believe they canceled uh danny masterson and that was a bad deal but anyway that the show kind of like went off the rails whenever uh rooster left but uh i i really like ashton kutcher for the fact that he's fighting this tiktok thing and he's fighting sex trafficking and he seems like a normal guy you know, he's from Iowa, and I don't know if you know Luke. Uh, Luke was, he's been on the show, and, he, and I'll definitely have to have him back on the show in the, in the future, but he's, that Luke, he's from Iowa. He sounds exactly like Ashton Kutcher, like he has that, 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 uh, that, that accent, that, I, that Iowa accent. And so I understand he's in Hollywood, and I understand he's probably liberal on, on a lot of things. But financially, he's he's very conservative, like business wise, and, and and he grew up in the country. So I even even if you're like hardcore liberal, if you grow up in the South or the country, you're kind of conservative, like in in some ways. And I also like the fact that he did the show The Ranch because there's not there's not a lot of shows out there that focuses on like Middle America problems, and I I can really relate to a lot of the uh, a lot of the stuff that goes on on The Ranch, and I like the music. There's all this great music in like red dirt country and nobody's like playing it in their movies. And so, I don't know. I like that show Ice Road, that, that movie Ice Road. I highly recommend it. Uh, also, if you have Hulu, if you have Hulu, this is a show you need to watch. It's a documentary called uh, The Donut King. Now, who doesn't love a good donut? You know, I love it. But I, I didn't know the history behind why... Like, when you go to get a donut, and I, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I've gotten a donut, honestly. I've, tr- I've tried to, like, eat healthy in the past couple of years, and I'm already fat enough, and if you see me going to Walmart or wherever and getting a donut, it just, it's not a good image, you know? It's just like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just not the best. Like, I feel, I'm already fat enough, I don't want to feel more fat by going to the store and getting a dozen donuts. You know, just for me, you know, it just feels it just feels wrong. It feels illegal, but um, but if you ever go to a, like a donut shop, like a, a legit shop, they hand you this pink box. I didn't know that this guy, this Ted guy, who who is called the Donut King, he was behind that because he was ch- he was cheaper, like he was cheaper to use than the white boxes. So you need to go watch this movie, like with everything going on with Cuba. Everything like that, everything that's going on with that, it's a very interesting story. And I watched it like this past weekend. I I, I finished it on Saturday this past weekend, and um, this guy came from Cambodia during the war in in the seventies, and his basically his country was destroyed, and his father in law was like a general in the army, and. He just got married. I, th- I think he was newly married. I think he was like in his... I think he was like early 20s. 
maybe late teens, maybe maybe older, because he had like a family. I think he had kids. I can't, I can't remember exactly. But the, his 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 father in law was was in the army there, and he had some pull, and so he got him on a plane. He got his family on a plane. His father in law died, I think, but he was able to get him get his son and 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 his and his daughter in law or his uh, his daughter uh, on a on a on a plane and and said uh, go to any country you want. And this Ted guy, the Donut King, the future Donut King, said, "I don't know anything about America." But I want to go. He came to he, uh, to California, to Los Angeles area, and he took and he and he started out. He didn't really know a lot of English, but he started out and he just took every job he could, like washing cars, cleaning uh, floors. And one of the jobs he did was he worked at this. Um, it wasn't Dunkin' Donuts, but it was. A version of Dunkin Donuts I can't remember the exact name of it but it was like in the 70s it was like our times Dunkin Donuts or whatever and uh, so he started there as like he worked there and the guy who owned it taught him how to uh, make donuts and there he learned how good donuts was and he was like I love donuts and uh, and before long he owned his own store and then, before long, he got his family from, from Cambodia, and he moved his family to America, and then he taught his family how to open up donut shops, and before long, he had like, I don't know, a hundred people, I think he had like over a hundred stores, and then, before long, he was like worth like $20 million dollars. And I don't want to ruin the ending for you because it's a very sad ending. But while I was watching this, I was like, there's no way this guy is a Democrat. There's, And I don't want to be political, but it's just like in my mind, I was like, I don't... Like, this is just common sense. Like, there's no way this guy came to America. And he worked his ass off and he eventually was able to buy a $2 million mansion in California in the 80s. I mean... He was, he's like the Asian Donald Trump. I mean, he, he's, he's, and, and like I said earlier, like he found ways in business to do it cheaply. Of course, he had his family working there as free labor. And so he brought his family over here and uh, his cousins and his family were able to bring their family into the shop. And he basically leased the building to them. And uh, they were able to make four thousand a month. Four thousand a month in the '80s was damn good living, you know, in California, especially. I mean, even if it was like, even if it was, if it was in LA, four thousand a month in the '80s was. So, he was able to achieve the American dream and able to uh, help other people achieve the American dream. So anyway, make a long story short, this guy turns out to be a huge, hardcore Republican. Good friend of, of Ronald Reagan, and he was able to, you know, meet those people. And I don't know if he was uh, if he was a fan of Trump, he didn't touch on that, but I was like, there's no way this guy is a Democrat. But it's, it, 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 it's very interesting right now what's happening with Cuba. You have the Mexican border wide open. 
And of course, I, I saw a video today, someone sent me, that they're coming into the, the, the border in Texas from other countries. And we have, we have this problem here in Oklahoma where these illegal pot farms. Have you heard about this? Well, you're fixing to. Uh, these Chinese people are coming up from the border. We had like eight people here in my area busted, and they're all from China. They're all Japanese or Chinese. They're Asian. They're here illegally, and they're they're growing pot illegally. And it's a huge problem here. Like it's all of a sudden just like in every part of Oklahoma, we've had this problem with like a legal pot farm. But and that also has ties to sex trafficking, which is crazy. But in the border. At the border, we have people from all over the world coming in, up in there. And then whenever the Cuba stuff was happening, they made it very clear that we don't want you Cubans coming in. Why? Because they might vote a different way. Kind of like the Donut King. Because the Donut King understands what it's like to not have an opportunity in his country. And he came to America and he had an opportunity. It may not, I mean, starting out, his life kind of sucked, you know? I think he was cleaning churches and pumping gas, and he had, like, he worked, like, 12 hours, 16 hours a day. I mean, doing jobs that nobody else wanted, but eventually he made some of it, of himself, and it was a great story. And I'm not saying the people that, that come from Mexico don't do that, but I'm saying that it's 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 very clear to me the reason why they're coming in is because Biden is promising them them things, right? I have no problem with immigrants. I want people to come in, and I want people to come in even if they don't vote the way I agree with, but I just want them to do it illegally. That's all I'm asking, right? And then now we have this new, I don't know if you heard about this, today we have this Lamba, I think it's called Lamba virus or something. Like, apparently, they can't scare us with the Delta virus or the Delta variant. So they're just making up stuff. They're just making up stuff, so. But the first case of the Lamba virus or whatever is in Texas. Maybe it has something to do with the border and, like, 50 million people coming in through the border. Maybe that's a problem. I don't know. I don't know if that's a problem. It might be it might be a problem, I don't know. But I find it I find it very interesting. Find it very interesting. But speaking of other movies that we'll get into some politics later here in a second, but there's a lot of movies being filmed here in Oklahoma. There's a lot of movies and I, I guess because Hollywood LA is still shut down, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they just they just reinforce their mask mandate, which is like ridiculous. And hats off to the sheriff there in California. He's like, nah, we're not gonna do that. Yeah. And if you live in California, like I have, I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the podcast, but I have a huge group of listeners in California, which is very surprising, but not surprising. And it's actually in the most liberal city in California, which is San Francisco. We have a lot of people listening from there, which is crazy. I appreciate it. But if you live in California, 
don't follow the mask mandate. That's all you have to do, is, especially if you're vaccinated. Like, if you're vaccinated and you're still wearing a mask, you're an idiot. Okay? You're an idiot. I mean, and even if you identify as vaccinated, no problem with that. Just say, I've already been vaccinated. Right? And if they check your papers, try to check your papers. Then just say no. You know, it's, it's a simple, you know, at this point, California, that's all you have to do is just say no. It's not, it's not a, it's not a law. It's a suggestion, right? So that's how I see it. So that's how I see it. But going back to the Oklahoma movies, I'm really excited about the new Reagan movie. I don't know if you've seen, but it, it was filmed here last fall in September. It had uh, Dennis Quaid and a whole bunch of other people. Uh, but it, it was filmed here in Oklahoma. And then there's another movie with uh, Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio and a whole bunch of other people. I think it even had... I think, it, I think it's even going to have Sturgill Simpson in there, if I read that right. It's, it's going to have Sturgill Simpson and Jason Isbell. Let me just see. I think it's called Killers of the Flower Moon movie. Let's, let's fact check this right quick. Maybe there was another movie. Oh, here it is. The only bad thing is going to be on Apple movies. Yep, I was right. Okay, so yeah, Sturgill Simpson's going to be in it, and Jason Isbell is going to be in it. That's interesting. So it's being filmed right now in outside of Tulsa, in uh, in uh, I can't remember the town. The town that it's filmed in is where the Pioneer Woman owns like basically the entire town, Bahuska, Oklahoma. And then there, there's this other guy. His name is Randy Wayne, and he is a Trump supporter. And he he was in the Dukes of the Hazard Dukes of Hazard movie, one of the Dukes of Hazard. He played I can't remember who played. Uh, but his name is Randy Wayne Wayne. He worked in Hollywood. He he was like, uh, in all these like weird. He was in a movie with Steven Crowder. I did not realize Steven Crowder was in a movie. Uh, it, it, I can't remember the name of it. But just look up Randy Wayne Steven Crowder movie. And the I, I watch like it's on YouTube, and I watched it. And Steven Crowder's character is a is an asshole. Like it's like it's very weird. I mean, let's face it. I mean, he's not really the nicest person in real life, but I feel like he's a he's a nice person. I feel like, but but his character was over the top. Like it was just like real jerkish. Uh, but anyway, Randy Wayne is from Oklahoma. And he worked in Hollywood for like 10 years or something like that. And he came back to Oklahoma City and started a production company. And this company is filming stuff around the state. They did like a Lifetime movie or something, which and I'm not into that. But I think it's cool that it's being filmed here. And he is, um, he got nominated for an Emmy the other day, which was pretty cool. And I, I just find it very interesting that uh, stuff is being filmed here. That's all. I, I, I think it's very cool. Whether if it's... If it's um, a big movie with like A-listers, or if it's like a movie with nobody with uh, nobody you ever heard of, um, and also there's this there's this other movie that's being filmed in 
or this other show that's being filmed in oh, I can't remember. Man, I'm 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 just going off the cuff here. But it's called Reservation Dogs. And it's gonna be on Hulu August 9th, I think. And it, it was filmed outside of Tulsa somewhere, so and it it's like basically it's a comedy about Native Americans like growing up in a in a community that's like mostly um, Indian people. So I th- I've never seen a show like that. So I think it's really cool to like experience that culture. And I think, I think it's, I think it's going to be interesting. So that's what I'm thinking about right now. So you need to go check out Randy Wayne. He's um, it's very interesting. Like he, it says on his Wikipedia page, he's a Trump supporter and he, and he, and if you if you look at his, his his Instagram, he's trying really hard not to be like uh, political. But he came out the other day and he's like, "I went to L.A. or I'm going to L.A. and uh, they just instated the mask mandate." That's all he said. And uh, I don't know. It's just I can't imagine being an actor and uh, being a being a being a conservative. But um, I don't know. There's, I mean, there's got to be a lot of them other than, other than, other than the big ones. Like you know that, like there's, there's a good chunk of people out there that are conservative that can't speak up. But uh, speaking of, uh, speaking of that, I don't know if you checked out uh, Aaron Lewis's new song, "Am I the Only One," which I've had it on repeat like seven million times, and. I'm really surprised that he didn't get canceled, but I think it's due to the fact that it's selling. Like, like these record labels or any company at all, any any movie company, it really doesn't matter as long as it's making money. But like, some things it's kind of weird. Some things it's like it's selling well, but they're still getting canceled. Like Morgan Wallen. So something it's it's like it's very it, I guess it just depends what they're being accused of when they're being canceled. Like what Aaron Lewis is Aaron Lewis is like that's his brand. He started out or he didn't start out as that. He started out in the rock band, but him as an independent career, he's always been kind of edgy. But if you're interested in that type of music, I, I have a couple of artists you need to check out. Creed Fisher Buddy Brown, and what else? That's about Ryan Upchurch. But um, you need to go check out Buddy Brown. Buddy Brown is more family friendly. You know, he's more you know more conservative. And uh, Creed Fisher, if you like Aaron Lewis, Creed Fisher is like Aaron Lewis on steroids. He's like the independent version of Aaron Lewis. Like Aaron Lewis is signed to a label. And the label is owned by a Korean company, so there, there, there's some things that that he can and cannot do, I would imagine. But as long as it's selling well and it's like number one and stuff like that, then if it's a hit, then I, I think that's all they really care about, really, because that's that's what that's what kind of uh, runs things. If it's a radio hit, if it's if it sells really well, you know, money talks, right? And I really do respect the CEO of uh, Big Machine, which is the label he's signed to. And Big Machine is owned by like a company that's like owned by a bigger company. That's like if you if you if you look into it, 
you can trace that company and the, the, the bigger company, the parent company, it's like a South Korean company. I, I can't remember the name of it. But um, I don't know. Like I said, I'm very surprised he didn't get canceled over that. But I think that he's not the only one that feels that way, apparently. So that's good. Um, but yeah, it, it's good to see that that type of country coming back. I think people need to hear that, or people, uh, you know, that resonates with people, and and that's that's the type of country music that needs to be back on the radio. I can't listen to the radio anymore. Like there's there's just all kinds of you know, like it's like a country radio station, but it's not country. They're not playing country, and I really been getting into uh, the Yee Yee the Yee Yee radio. I don't know if you've been checking that out. Like the Granger Smith, he owns Yee Yee, and uh, they started this this radio station. And the guy who is uh, in charge of it, he's from Oklahoma. I don't know if you know that, but he's from Oklahoma, and uh, I don't know. I I just think it's cool, but. There's been a lot of stuff on there that I was very surprised to hear. Like, it's not just country. It's like 90s country. And then there's, they throw in like, you know, somebody like Upchurch. And they throw in like somebody like Aaron Lewis. And then they throw in like Luke Bryan. Like, there is like some kind of, you know, there's some pop in there. Which, let's be honest, like Granger Smith is not really that country. But I've been really getting into a lot of his stuff lately as well. Like, don't get me wrong, I like his brand as far like everything about his brand I fully support. Like I I just really do think he's one of the best brands out there. And when it comes to social media, like they're the best, I feel like. And so if if you haven't checked out Yee Radio, like I I just been having it on during the day or whenever I go out or whatever. You know, I'm like, I'm driving around. I can't listen to the radio that, like, I usually listen to because they play, like, crap. But here, like, on, on that, on the Yee deal, they play stuff that, that actually sounds good. And they play stuff that, like, it's, like, 90s uh, 90s rock and stuff like that. Early 2000s, like, they're, like I think they played, like, Creed and um, Nickelback, maybe. Matchbox 20. Stuff like that. It's pretty, pretty, pretty interesting, but, uh, yeah, man, um, let's talk about the vaccine for a second. I think I'll get off here. That's enough. Of, <laughs> that's enough of the podcast for today. But, um, apparently people are, have been going door to door. People have been going door to door asking if you got the vaccine. And what's funny about it is I said at the beginning of this podcast that there's another app. I've been getting into TikTok, and I'm I'm ashamed of it. I know it's a Chinese deal, but there's a lot of good stuff on there that you don't see on 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 the mainstream media. For example, there's there's all these people coming out against the vaccine, and there's been a couple of videos of people out in California that they were reporting that people came to their door and asked them if they got the vaccine. I was like, that's kind of weird. And then a couple weeks later, this whole story blew up about the va- people coming to your door. And so there's there's things on TikTok that you see before it actually happens. Like, it's crazy. Like, And then there's also all these videos. There's a thousand videos I've seen in the past three months 
of nurses saying that they are leaving their jobs because they don't want to get the vaccine. Here in Oklahoma, three of the major hospitals are, are mandating the vaccine. And I just want to say hats off to the GOP here, uh, Oklahoma GOP. They, they, they sent a bill to Governor Stitt and basically said they, they want to do away with that. They want to do away with hospitals mandating the vaccine. And I, I would get on board with that if, if it was schools and if it was other, other um, businesses. And I know that I went back and forth on this issue in my mind, and I just think it's it's just the right thing to do because you just can't make people do stuff. It's like that Dave Ramsey clip I posted today. I'll, I'll insert it here so you can listen to it. He was talking about the vaccine, but yeah, I had a friend of mine the other day. He's working for a huge corporation. He'd been there for years, and he was going to retire in two years. And they said you have to have a vaccine to come back into the office. And he said, okay, I'll just retire now. And he's one of their top sales guys, and they lost him. You people in corporate America are idiots. Y'all are idiots. You're just dumb. It's unbelievable. And it has nothing to do with you really think somebody's going to get sick. You're just virtue signaling. You just want to look like, I'm sensitive. You're not sensitive. You're corporate America. You're idiots. And you treat a guy like this who's been serving people like a slab of meat. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to walk on you that's what he's gonna do and that's what you deserve golly unbelievable look if you want to take a vaccine i'm not mad at you but somebody mandating that you have to do that or you lose your job (laughs) hey they deserve to lose the talent they deserve for talent to turn on their heel and walk out the door see around ramsey we got a rule we don't have a rule You can wear a mask if you want to. You don't have to wear a mask if you don't want to. You can take your temperature at the door if you want to. Or you cannot take your temperature at the door if you want to. And everybody's getting along and nobody died. Isn't this a wonderful thing? And just, But just don't be pissing and telling everybody else how they got to live. A bunch of people telling everybody else how they got to live. It's a de- Mind your own business. This is The Ramsey Show. You just can't make people do stuff. And I'm, I'm all for the government staying out of people's businesses and lives, and especially after COVID. F the government. Like, do open up and do just do business. And if they find you, then whatever. Um, I'm all for the government out of business. But when it comes to this, I think that at a state level, not at a federal level, at a state level, I think that they, the state should make a decision on schools, hospitals, and businesses requiring this vaccine. But at the end of the day, I mean, I kind of understand that it's your business. If you want to do it, if you want to mandate the vaccine, then it's your, it's your business. And I totally understand that. And they can always leave and find another job. But at the same time, like I said, on TikTok, I've seen hundreds of videos of nurses that have been in their job for 20, 30 years. And they're like, I, I had to go. I can't take the vaccine. I'm, I'm not taking the vaccine. And on top of this, I saw this other video of this uh, girl from, uh, she was uh, she was going to a college in Hawaii. BYU. I think that, I, I don't know what college that is. Is that Brigham Young? No, that's, that's, that, that's, that's Utah. 
is there is there a Brigham Young in uh, I don't know it doesn't matter anyway she worked really really hard to get into this university and whenever she went and applied they said you have to get the vaccine to attend in the fall like August like next month and they and she said I have a medical exemption like she went to her doctor and her doctor said I uh, like um, I think I think he said that you have a heart disease and obviously she knew she had this problem but she didn't know how the vaccine would 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 uh, affect it and he said you have this heart problem and if you take this vaccine you're gonna have major problems you're gonna either die or you're gonna be paralyzed and I can't exactly remember the, all the details but the but the point of it is she went to the university and submitted a medical review the doctor put like three pages together real professional and they still denied her exemption she did it again she still got denied so she can't attend this university that she worked so hard to get into because she's not going to take the vaccine for obvious reasons right i i understand that and and i also understand if you don't want to take it i don't think you should have to provide a reason right i don't think you should have to provide a reason and so like i said hats off to the oklahoma gop that's a huge problem that's no, that that nobody's really talking about and there's, there's been a lot of conservatives over the past few months that have came out against trump on that and i i really do uh think that's great i i think that you have to uh you know we need to criticize people whenever they do things like that and i'll be the first to admit that i'm not really the biggest fan of 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 trump when it comes to the vaccine or or the lockdowns and i know you know fauci you know he didn't want to do that no he he could have let go fauci that's a whole different story for another day but um this door-to-door vaccine stuff it's a problem and and i want to play i want to play i want to end the show and I want to insert this clip of this county sheriff here in Oklahoma talking about what he, uh, how he's going to handle these these uh, these vaccine people. Listen to this. This is this is Logan Logan County, Oklahoma. Check this out. Area that's attracting lots of attention: door-to-door volunteers promoting COVID vaccines. The sheriff says if those visits are unwanted, he'll make sure they leave your property. News 4's Lauren Daniels reports. I've had you know, an unusual amount of people called requesting, hey, what do I do if these health people do show up on my property and start trying to ask me questions? Logan County Sheriff Damon Devereaux says some of his county's residents are concerned about being pressured into answering questions about their vaccine status. The way that it's been described from D.C. is strike forces. Uh, to me, that doesn't sound like your local, you know, your local church members going door to door. White House officials have addressed similar concerns, saying it would not be government officials, but instead it would be local doctors, faith leaders, and other trusted community members. Efforts by similar community members to get Oklahomans vaccinated have been underway for months. Asa Laveau is part of them. The Army veteran contracted COVID-19 in Afghanistan and started organizing vaccination clinics when he got home. My mission is to make sure that Oklahoma is safe. 
Uh, I was in the sixth grade when the Oklahoma City bombing happened, so I remember all of those things. If there was a way that I could prevent the bombing, I would do that every single day. Lavo says door-to-door -door outreach for vaccines is similar to voter registration efforts and other programs that have volunteers knocking on your door. You don't have to answer the door at all. You could just continue watching News Channel 4 uh, and stay in your home. Devereaux says he agrees and is happy to help any citizen, even inmates, get the vaccine should they want it, and he's done it before. But he says he's also there if anyone feels in danger. If somebody won't leave, you call us and we will uh, we'll, we'll, we'll educate them on the trespass laws of the state of Oklahoma. In Logan County, Lauren Daniels, Oklahoma's News 4. And the sheriff says... That's awesome, dude. Okay, here's the thing. I... You see how they did that there? They, they they brought in a soldier, which I I appreciate his service and things like that. But they try to equate the 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 COVID nineteen thing to a, to the Oklahoma City bombing. The bombing is a whole different animal than this pandemic, right? And I understand his service. And I get it. I appreciate it. And he's he's trying to protect people. I respect that. I really do. But it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. But 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 hats off to like we don't play down here. And but I, you know, I can see into the future, right? I don't think this is just about a vaccine, right? Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm too deep into the conspiracy theory stuff, but um I have a feeling that they're going to push this vaccine stuff over the edge. And they're going to go to the wrong guy's house. Mainly in, out in the country. Because really that's all they have left. They already got the people in the city. They already got the people that are Biden supporters. And look, I, I just want to say this. Just because you're conservative doesn't mean you have to be anti-vax. I saw this post today. I can't remember who posted it. I think a principled conservative. I think that's his name on Instagram. But he made a really good point. It was like, just because you're a conservative doesn't necessarily mean you have to go along with everything that the, that the movement is pushing. And, and I'm huge on that. Like, you have to be free thinking and, and decide for yourself. And I, I, I totally am 100% there in that thought. But I've made up my mind about the vaccine. I'm not going to get it, but I know people who've gotten it. And you're not evil or like a bad person. Like if your doctor wants you to get it, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like I'm not a doctor and he's a doctor. So take his advice. Don't take people on social media. Like, and, and also that's another thing this, this week, Biden was blaming Facebook for allowing misinformation, right? I'm sorry, but misinformation I, like, I would rather have misinformation and have freedom than have correct information or factual information or have the government work with Facebook and, and Twitter and tell you the information that is, that is, that is quote-unquote true and have safety, right? And, and you know, here's an idea. If they're not a doctor, don't take their medical advice. How about that, right? Like, like that guy who drank the fish cleaner. 
idiot, right? I'm, I'm sorry he died. Terrible situation. But have a little common sense and ask your doctor before taking this and that, right? Probably a good idea. I don't know, just a thought. But, like I said, uh, they probably got the majority of Biden supporters vaccinated, right? And they're, they're trying to focus on, they even came out and said, we're focusing on the red areas of the country. And I'm just afraid that they're probably going to go to the wrong house out in the woods somewhere or maybe in town and they're, you're going to meet some pissed off person, which, by the way, I totally understand. Like, you don't want people on your property. But don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Just, just be as respectful as you can. And if they don't want to leave, then call the cops, right? And I totally understand that you want people off your property, like I said. But you don't have the same rights as liberals. Like, you don't have that liberal privilege. You saw what happened on January 6th. You have people locked up in federal prison for the rest of their life over that. And which I'm kind of wondering, like, where the fuck is Trump? Like, is Trump going to not help these people? Like, that's that's what I'm kind of pissed off. And I, I don't know if you saw the Fog, I, I think her name is Fog City Midge. She came out a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, and was, like, laying some facts down on her uh, Instagram. And people got pissed off. And I I I agree with her. I I really do. I I mean, where where was Trump? <laughs> you know, like is Trump not going to help these people? Like you had celebrities bailing out the like the BLM people. So I don't know. It is what it is. But if someone comes to your door, remember you don't have the same privilege as the people on the left. You can't go burn down a building, right? You can't go burn down a building and get away with it. And they say, oh, they, they went to jail. No, they, they are, they're out in like a couple of hours, you know? So, anyway, just want to let you guys know about that. But, uh, yeah, with this vaccine stuff, that, that's a big deal. That's a, that's a huge problem that nobody's talking about, I feel like. And, um, you know, first it was, you know, the mask. And then the vaccine. And I think if we don't if we don't die on this heel when it comes to the vaccine, then what's next? Like what are they gonna be pushing next? And I find it very weird, like that they're just practically giving away. And they're giving away millions of dollars too. They're I mean, you can you can you can you can go to Vegas and get a lap dance, you can you're giving away drugs, they're giving away cars and guns and things like that. And cash. And they're and 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 um, I'm really surprised they haven't attached a stimulus check to the vaccine, which is probably next. By the way, that's probably coming. They're working on a next, like the fourth, uh, I think a fourth uh, stimulus check, which is not needed, but whatever. They're probably going to attach that, right? Which I don't know what audience are trying to reach with that because I feel like the majority of the people who are conservative have jobs or they don't need $600 or whatever so I don't know it's just stupid but they're they're handing out everything under the sun to get a vaccine I mean I just find it weird that you can't get it at your doctor you have to go to Walmart if you got or you have to go to 
a tent on the side of the road. And um, I don't know. They said here in Oklahoma that they were going to text people who wasn't vaccinated. I was like, how does that work? I, I never received a text message, and I'm not vaccinated, but I don't know how that was going to work. That seems like... And also, they were going to check text messages for vaccine misinformation. That is where I have a problem, right? Because we are... Like, if, 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 if that's okay for the Biden administration, then what's next after that? Like, what if you are talking about something and you're on the phone with somebody... And you automatically just get dropped. The call gets dropped and it says on your phone, oh, AT&T disconnected your phone because we don't like like what you're talking about. That's coming up next, right? And so that's, I, I think these are hills that we need to die on. Not not literally, but we need to fight. We need to contact our, our local, you know, representative and our local, you know, Republican Party or whoever we need to contact our people in our states to to get these 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 problems because they're not going to go away they're they're everywhere and it's it's almost at a point where if you want to go to college if you want to work in the medical field you have to get a vaccine and there's some companies out there that are just dumb and like the Dave Ramsey clip said like the Dave Ramsey clip said, he's like, it's not about a vaccine. It's not about, they're worried about people getting sick. They're worried about what other people will say. And that's what, that's what it is with like this cancel culture thing. They're not worried about their made audience. They're not worried about the 99%. They're worried about what the 1% of people are going to say, right? They're going to, you know, come into your business and they're going to, they're going to see you without a mask. And they're going to say, have you got vaccinated? And they're going to ask, they're going to like demand I've seen some people say, I'm not going to go to a nurse or I'm not, I'm not going to go to a hospital unless the nurses have been vaccinated and, and the doctors are vaccinated. I'm like, well, good luck then. Like, if you're in a car accident, okay, sorry. You know? I mean, that's terrible, but it's just like, it's getting ridiculous. And so, I mean, they're not, wor- like I said, they're not worried about the their made on audience are worried about the the people on Twitter, the people um, who don't even buy their products. Like it's just it's just crazy. Um, speaking of Dave Ramsey, I listened to this Entree Leadership podcast, which it's it's under his um, network. And I, I, I've been get, I've been getting into Dave Ramsey like uh, it, it's it's kind of a uh, weird addiction that I have. I just listen to Dave Ramsey like every day and. Uh, I've been getting into his other podcasts, like he has a, a, a podcast or like a radio network, and he has all these people on there, and one of them is Entree Leadership, and Entree Leadership is like a business podcast, and they had on Dave Ramsey at the first of the year, and he was talking about how it was to go through um, COVID with running a business, and he said uh, that his employees got pissed off because he was opening he opened too early and uh, he was, he was criticizing like the government, like the, like the governor or the mayor or like the president even for just making up these rules. Like they don't even make sense. And uh, go listen to that podcast. It's entree leadership. They put it out on January 4th of this year. 
and it's a really good episode if you need a new podcast to listen to. Um, but yeah, also on that podcast, I, I didn't really want to talk about this, but I guess I will. I guess I will talk about it because what else? I, I, I think I ran out of topics here, but no, on that podcast, Entree Leadership, they had on Evan Hafer. And like I said, I don't want to, I really don't want to talk about the Black Rifle situation. If you don't know what's, what's going on with this Black Rifle thing, it's crazy, right? And, and here's the thing. If, if you like that company, continue to support it. And like, I, I have a general rule. Like, if it's food or like music or if it's, like, if it sounds good or if it tastes good, I don't really care who they support, right? Like, I don't, I don't really care if they're, if they voted for Biden, as long as the music sounds good. Like, I, I, and, you know, same with food. I could care less if the company, now, now, when it comes to coffee, I have a thing about Starbucks. Like, I am not going to step foot in a Starbucks. No, not going to do it. I'm not going to buy their coffee. I just have a thing. That's, that's one of my things. I just don't, I just, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I would rather buy anything else. And first of all, I don't really think their coffee tastes that good. So, if you want good coffee, go to my website, right? Go to my website, get some coffee there. Um, but Black Rifle Coffee has been like, I don't know what's going on. But I learned a little bit about how the company operates after listening to that podcast. And I think it was May of 2020. Scroll back to May of 2020 on the Entree Leadership Podcast. They had Evan Hafron. He was talking about, he was trying to get investors into the company. And he had several investors invest into Black Rifle Coffee that didn't necessarily agree with the company, but they saw that it was making money, and that's yeah. So this whole this whole thing with with you know Kyle Rittenhouse and this thing right now that's happening, where he basically they gave an interview with the New York Times, and he apparently just pissed all over conservatives like basically just said if you if you don't uh you know agree with this and just f off and i'll basically pay you to get out of my customer base now that may or may not true be true I, i've seen him on uh, a couple of podcasts talking about it. i see him on instagram talking about it trying to like apologize for it and it seems like it seems like he's they're just doing damage control that that's what it seems like to me but I, I'm, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I, I don't like attacking other conservatives. I really don't. And, and if I'm going to support a coffee company, I probably will support Black Rifle over Starbucks, right? I've never actually had their coffee, though, to be honest with you. I don't even know if it's good. But I've seen a lot of people in the past couple of days cancel their orders. So that says a lot about what's going on. But I just, when I read that, I was like, surely they're, they just they are not going to like you just don't do that you know and i totally understand where they're coming from like they don't want to be they don't want to be known as like a conservative like basically basically they are upset that i guess are upset that the media is calling them the starbucks of the right which i don't know why that's upsetting but they don't want to be labeled as a conservative company which, like I said, I don't really want my food to be political. It's kind of like when everybody was buying Goya beans, I was like, okay. 
I mean, they're good, I guess, but I... They're just beans, you know? Just, they're not... You know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate what the CEO said about Trump and stuff like that, but it's just like... It's just... It's just beans. And same with this. It's like, it's just coffee, but it's a good cause. And so... I don't know. I I'm kind of on the fence on this, and uh, that's that's how I feel. But I, I, I it's it's kind of weird to me that they had to come out a couple times, and it seems like they're doing damage control and stuff like that. And according to one of the interviews I saw, he was like, "Well, we had to take the interview with the New York Times." No, you didn't. You didn't have to take any kind of interview. You can you can just say we're not interested, and you can just say, "Oh, if you if you publish this story, basically according to Evan Hafer." He's like, uh, the New York Times reached out to me and said, uh, we're doing a story about you whether you like it or not. I don't think that, that's how that works. You can, you can sue them if you, if you want. Like, if you, if you really didn't want to do the story, like, you can, you can, you can sue them. That's, you can, I'm pretty sure that's, that's how that works. You don't, you don't have to agree to anything. And you don't have to, and, and out of all the media companies out there, they, they chose to, say that or he chose to say that to the New York Times which any person on planet who has been paying attention for the past five years knows that the media especially the New York Times is going to take things out of context like it's just what they do every every media company does that like even on the even on the right they do that with Joe Biden like it's just it's just how it is it's just how it is but if you're going to do an interview with somebody, do it with somebody you trust. Like, and I don't know. It, that whole situation with Black Rifle Coffee, like, it, it just seems very weird to me. It seems very off. So, but I don't know. Like I said, any food product, it really just depends if it tastes good. That's that's end of story. End of story. Well, I don't know if you saw this or not, but Wally, uh, let's just see, Wally Funk went with Jeff Bezos and his brother uh, into space the other day. And I did not realize that, uh, well, I didn't realize a couple things. Uh, Jeff Bezos is Dr. Evil, okay? Which I kind of knew that, but I, I've never actually uh, heard him talk. Never actually heard him talk, but I I didn't realize he is from Texas. I, I I did not know that he has a ranch in Texas, um, and he's been building this thing. He's kind of like Elon Musk, kind of. He's been building this thing in uh, near El Paso. I think I think it's called Blue Origin. Um, but he went out there the other day with a cowboy hat on, and everybody's saying space cowboy, which is clever, by the way, really clever. Uh, but Wally Funk is from Oklahoma. She went to school here in, in at Oklahoma State. And I think it's pretty cool. She is like the oldest person to go into space. She's like 85. She's still going. God dang. Um, but I think that's really cool, though. I'm not, I'm not into space stuff that much. I'm not into the Elon Musk thing. But I, th I think it's cool. I think it's cool. I, I mean, it was only like 10 minutes, I think. But also... I saw this article that blew my mind. Like, I went on Wikipedia. I went on Wikipedia. And it said that George Strait is 
Jeff Bezos' cousin. And I was like, that this is not even that's not even re- that's not even what? And so apparently, let's let's look at this. This is from Taste of Country. I had to look into this because you know Wikipedia is not really the most honest source out there, you know? You can change it. You can change information on there. So, okay, here's the deal. This is this is from tasteofcountry.com. Um so George Straits and Bezos' mother, Jacqueline Gleese, are second cousins. Making Straits' son, Bubba, second co- second cousins to Jeff Bezos. If there's a term for how Strait and Bezos are directly related, it's not clear. Perhaps their second cousins removed. A neat and tidy graphic below explains it all. But the short version is Strait's great grandfather, John Strait, bore sons John Samuel and Yancey Clarence. And John Samuel would father John Byron, who is George Strait's dad. Yancey Clarence would father a daughter named Maddie Strait, who would marry Lawrence Gleese and gave birth to Jacqueline Gleese, who gave birth to Jeff Bezos. Or actually, Jeff Jorgensen. That's not his birth name. It says here, but his father was a deadbeat dad, dad and his mother remarried Migel Bezos in 1968. So, I thought that was interesting. So they're kind of related, not really. So, sorry to clickbait everybody. I I I, I apologize. I'm going to put that as as the as the title of this podcast, just to make everybody listen to the whole damn thing. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, that's that's it for this podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed. Thank you so much for being patient. And um, until next time. I don't know. I, I'm really bad about sticking to schedules, but I'll keep it up as soon as I as much as I can, basically. So anyway, God bless everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Being patient. Um, I want to leave everybody with this Cody Johnson. If you don't know who Cody Johnson is, he is a uh, country singer, Red Dirt country singer. And you ought to check him out. You ought to check him out. He's he's well known for these speeches at his concerts. And there's been a couple that's blown up. And uh, this is from June 14th. I have it saved on my phone. And I'm going to insert the audio here. I don't know where this is from. What city this was. Uh, there was another video that I had that was from Ohio. But I, I, I like what it, the way he said it in this video. It's It's about three minutes long. If this doesn't pump you up about being patriotic and especially right after 4th of July, I kind of missed 4th of July and I hope everybody had a good safe one. But uh, yeah, this is Cody Johnson's a real deal. Check it out. Happened in this country that would ever change my mind about what I'm about to say. Let's get the lights up out here tonight as best we can. Here's what's going to happen. If I ask you to raise your hand, please keep your hand raised. If I don't ask you to raise your hand, please keep it down. We got some people we'd like to honor tonight. Do we have any police officers, any sheriff's department, any law enforcement tonight? Please put your hand proudly in the Air Force and keep it raised. Do we have any firefighters, any first responders here tonight? Please raise your hand proudly in the Air Force. Anybody that's ever served in our United States military or retired active duty, any 
branch of the military, please put your hand up. If you'd like to lower your hands tonight, we'd like to honor you. I got a few things I'd like to say. I believe in this country right now, there's a lot of people that really feel like their opinion really matters. Whether it's about politics, whether it's about current events, they truly feel like their opinion matters because they might have a little blue check by their name on Twitter or something, right? I'm here to tell you something. If it wasn't for that veteran that spent four tours in a sandbox in Iraq and Afghanistan, officer that gets up and put that target on his chest every morning, if it wasn't for that firefighter that had to run in and save from pe people from the fires they lit when they were rioting, they wouldn't have the freedom to have an opinion in the first damn place. Do you agree with me? I'm here to tell you something. I'm sick and tired of turning on the news and hearing about how bad this country is. It's so horrible. It sucks to live in America. All I got to tell you is this. When you're talking about my United States of America, Merle Haggard says you go to running down my country, you'll be walking on the fighting side of me. That's what I say. Let me tell you something. All they preach on the news is division. It's just division. You don't need to like this person because that person don't like this person and you need to be offended about it. I'm going to tell you right now in this crowd, I don't care whether you're a liberal, a Democrat, a Republican, I don't care whether you are black, white, red, yellow, or otherwise. We are born the United States of America. All this America's doomed, all this America's doomed bullcrap, we done been through so much more than COVID. We done been through so much more than any of these riots and all this division they're trying to preach. This country is not dead, and God's not dead, and God...